0: Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to ZorkCast, powered by Travel Zork. Helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all of the knowledge you need to travel in style, brought to you in nine minutes or less. Okay, well, sometimes more than nine minutes, but always less than 36. Now, please welcome the hosts of Zorkcast, your friendly neighborhood American, Michael Mason Traeger, and everyone's favorite Brit, Steve White.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Zorkcast. And for once, you're hearing me first. Michael has given me free reign to do the intro. This is where I can stop you telling any of your stories, right? So before <sighs> yeah. you begin, and you go completely off track.
2: Exactly, that's it. You're just taking this thing over. You've just come in here, and you're just—it's all you. I mean, that's it. I mean, you're just pushing me aside here, and actually saving people probably five minutes of their life, which is nice.
1: Although I think the ironic thing is you've already spoken more than me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you didn't think it was going to really be that easy, right?
1: But it's actually a lot of pressure. Anyway, we we need to move on from this discussion because otherwise we're just going to spend three minutes talking about how much pressure it was to do the intro. But welcome back, welcome back to another episode of Zortcast, and. Today we're trying out something a little bit different, right? We're gonna spend exactly nine minutes talking about something related to, well, in this case, Vegas. we're gonna talk about a property and we're gonna speak for nine minutes, no more, no less. Um, So this could be kind of pressure because we can have lots to say, but I'm starting to think what about those properties perhaps we have less to say on and we're gonna have to fill nine minutes of airtime. So this is gonna be (laughs) an interesting concept, right? Yeah,
2: and this is all you because you're more the Vegas property whore than I am. I'm a little bit more the the history person. You know, I like to talk about things that happened, you know,
1: when you were five. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, things that happened before I was even born, right? So, Michael just celebrated, what was it, 28 years with your wife? Was that, is that right? 28 years? Yes, it is. That
2: is very true.
1: So, when he got married, I was like three. Anyway... <laughs>
2: Now yeah, you've totally screwed it up because all those people that think I'm actually married to you on Twitter, now they're going to know.
1: Oh my God, that actually happened this week. Did you see that tweet? Yeah, oh, I know. God. I know. Your husband. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Some people, <laughs> some people
2: are not getting the hashtag casino husband. That was actually I the, mean your the, wife's
1: like filing for divorce. It's like, oh shit, this has gone too far.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you're t- t- sort of not really my type. Anyway, that's another episode. So
1: let's go. What's today? <laughs> so today is nine minutes on. So we're going to start by doing nine minutes on Mandalay Bay, I think, today, which is quite a challenge because it's hard to talk about nine minutes on anything. And so the way this is going to work is. You have a buzzer, right? Or some kind of alarm that's going to go off? I do. So we're going to ultimately talk for nine minutes, and you're going to start the timer as soon as we start talking about Mandalay Bay. And then after nine minutes, it will go off, the alarm, and then we stop, and we end the podcast. And that's it. And we
2: all go on with our lives. So let's get this started. Nine minutes on Mandalay Bay. This is all you, and the timer has begun. (laughs)
1: Okay. So one thing that I really like about Mandalay Bay is I think that it's great for having everything you could possibly need in one place. So if you are one of those people that goes to Vegas and you stay at one property, you tend to gamble there, you tend to eat there, you tend to go and see shows there, you drink there, you stay there. I think Mandalay Bay is perfect for that because it's so big. Have you been to Mandalay Bay, Michael? I'm assuming you have. Yes,
2: I've been to Mandalay Bay. (laughs) What? What? Mandalay Bay? Where is that? Yes, I have been. And actually, an interesting historical note is that we had one of the, if not the top penthouse suites at what was formerly called the hotel, which I always love that name, where where a taxi driver said, where are you going? And I said, I'm I'm going to a hotel. (laughs) So I always, I don't maybe, it, but I guess now it's, it's a little bit of a bougie name. It's called Delano. Did you consider that, when I say Mandalay yes, Bay, I, what does that mean to you?
1: So to me, that means Mandalay Bay itself, the casino and the pool and the, and the hotel tower. But it also, to me, means uh, the Four Seasons as well, which is within Mandalay Bay, and the Delano as well, which is, so I would count that yes. Does that count for you too? I think it does.
2: And I think bringing the four seasons into it is also an interesting mix. I actually happen to love this idea of hotels within hotels. And if you think about it, Vegas is the perfect market for hotels within hotels because the hotels are so large. So let's talk about your first time that you stayed at Mandalay Bay. How did that happen? Or how did you happen upon it? And what did you think about your accommodation and such?
1: So I decided to give the Delano a shot because I really liked, like you just mentioned, the concept of hotel within hotel. And I don't know if you, well, you have stayed there because you stayed there when it was the hotel, right? But it's kind of separate from Mandalay Bay itself, but it's attached. So you can easily get backwards and forwards to the casino. The corridor's really short, so you're not walking for hours to get to your room. You have, it's all suites. I had a, what was called a scenic suite there, which is really nice and has a really, really good view so that's what attracted me first of all the opportunity to stay at the delano i had comps there i would never stayed there and i like to try new things i like to try out different locations i'd never ever stayed the end of the strip some would say the disadvantage of mandalay bay is its location i am one of those guys who stays in one place kind of like i suggested at the start of this podcast and i stay and play and eat and everything there so that didn't bother me too much
2: also great airport oh yes Really good airport views. Uh, If you're geeky and you like that part of it, you can get some really stellar, you know, airport runway views. And also the fact that it's so close to the airport, it almost seems like you could walk to the airport.
1: The other fantastic thing about Mandalay Bay is if Mandalay Bay was Center strip, it would be super busy, super expensive. It is that kind of resort. To me, Mandalay Bay is a luxurious resort. Okay, it's not five stars. For me, I put Mandalay Bay above Mirage, for example, in terms of the the property itself. I don't know how you feel about that. That might be controversial to some people. Well, I I mean, I
2: I think have you ever had I mean, I've done a pool cabana once at Mandalay Bay Mm -hmm. and I thought it was really nice. I had a friend who hooked us up with all of that and I thought it was a very chill environment. I'm going to say that, you know, there are a couple of elements of Mirage which are so amazingly classic that I'm probably going to have trouble agreeing with you on that. I think also partially because the Mirage has those amazing villas. And is that something that's replicated at Mandalay? Now, Mandalay has House of Blues, which is really cool. And they've had some good, they used to have a really good burger place, I think, that was maybe there. I mean, it's been so many years. i Gone to Vegas, that these properties just sort of change like the hot venues at the properties. I mean, I do believe a lot of people always liked the pool
1: at Mandalay Bay. The pool is fantastic at Mandalay Bay. It's really probably one of the top draws to that property. And you might think that means there's lots of kids, but I haven't found that when I've been there. I would say a downside to it is conventions. There's a lot of conventions. You've got the convention center there and such, people going there for conventions. That's kind of a little bit of a negative, I would say. But at the same time, I think the property is quite well set up for that.
2: They also have a topless pool, too, right?
1: They do. I would never know such a thing. Except. That's
2: another thing that gets a checkmark for amenities. You see, it's, it's always hard to checkmark for amenities. Well, now that I've found naked attraction but never mind. That's another podcast or maybe not, but but
1: crazy British. It's on the list. It's on the list. What no, is interesting? Nobody who's listening to this do not Google naked attraction. It's not worth it.
2: No, definitely isn't worth it. And so, what do you think about the room product? Now, Mandalay has refreshed quite a bit of their regular room so let's just stick with mandalay and not get into four seasons and delano that much what do you think about the room yes. product at mandalay because you've been sort of like host semi-host loyal at mandalay and you've been getting some nice suites at mandalay so what do you think overall like are you happy with the room product is there anything that yes
1: stands out to you to me i think it's a really nice room it's not full of tech it's not got the terraces that perhaps you're going to get at somewhere like cosmo but I think the room product is solid. It's nicely refurbished. It's it's still in good quality. I haven't ever noticed any sort of wear and tear really at Mandalay Bay. I have a fantastic host there. So I'm obviously, I'm slightly biased. I never have had an issue getting a a top suite there ever.
2: Okay. that's cool. And I was so, so the, basically the room product is solid because we're running out of time. Only two minutes left. So that's cool about the room product. What do you feel about that? How about the room service? Does the room service operate well? Do you find that that's pretty decent or
1: not? Room service at Mandalay Bay is average. Let's be, uh, to be honest with you. I would not rate the property based on room service.
2: Now, casino vibe. Because this is huge. Casino vibe is okay, huge. So I mean, I don't know about you, but I there are certain the casinos casino. I don't feel lucky in, which is an irrational kind of thing. But you're like, this is just not a place I really want to gamble. So casino vibe, no. what do you think?
1: I love the casino. I think the layout is fantastic. It's big. It's well laid out. I never get lost there. It has a great selection of machines. The high limit room is good. It's not fantastic, but it's good enough. I love playing at the bar in Mandalay Bay. And I've always had a good vibe there in terms of winning. So I like the casino. I really like the casino.
2: How about restaurants? Like a place to grab breakfast in the morning, a place to grab something at four o'clock in the morning after you've had way too much to drink. What's your thought there? And remember, only 45 seconds left.
1: Okay. Well, my favorite restaurant is at the Four Seasons. So I don't know if that counts, but the cut of the week is a fantastic deal that's worth checking out at the Four Seasons Steakhouse. But the restaurant selection is really good and they have a food court too if you're that way inclined.
2: A lot of people also rave about Four Seasons for breakfast. Is it called Veranda?
1: Is that it? Yes, yes, it is. And brunch. They do a great brunch there.
2: Okay, so basically, I think we're pretty okay with Mandalay Bay, except maybe for location. But even then, that's not really that bad of a thing.
1: I would say it's a good solid value option. And I think you get more for your money at Mandalay Bay because of its location. You can get cheaper rooms, better deals on those rooms. Uh Uh-oh. And time (laughs) is (laughs) up. Okay, Michael, so, that's We have to end there.
2: <laughs> we do have to end there, but that was great, and that was great fun. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed our nine minutes on Mandalay Bay. We would love to hear your opinions about future nine-minute episodes. Thank you for joining us today. You know where to find us on the Zorkast Facebook group. You know where to find us on Twitter. And Steve, where do they find you on Twitter? Just go to at Las Vegas UK. There you go. And you can always find me at Travelzork. So thanks, everyone. And until next time.
0: You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at Travelzork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Insta at Travelzork and on the Zorkcast Facebook group. Travel smarter, gamble smarter and maximize your adventures right here on Zorkcast. Until next time, dream big and remember, a dollar won is twice as sweet as a dollar earned.